to an everyday follower of Jesus Christ. This is your friend Cheryl, and today we're going to look at life's origin. Perhaps you, like me, remember when public schools taught life's origin based on the creation recorded in Holy Scriptures. It supported the firm belief that God lives and that each of us were a child of God. In those days, over 84% of Americans believed religion had influence in their lives. Darwin's theory of evolution was debunked a very long time ago and only lives on by those today who wish to claim that they are an animal rather than a human being. Evolutionists today keep clinging to this worn-out theory that simply doesn't work. Bill Bryson, a self-proclaimed evolutionist, and others believe blind chance and a freakish accident did what no human intelligence can replicate. Really? Today, there are really only two explanations for life's origin. The work of a higher intelligence, known as an omniscient God, or blind chance. The confusion we experience in society today did not begin during our lifetimes. We have already mentioned Darwin, who in later life himself claimed his theory had a serious problem in that he had no idea how non-living material came to be alive. There are others. Ask yourself the question, how could the first cell feed itself and reproduce? Let us be clear, there is no such thing as a simple cell, despite what others would have you believe. Even bacterial cells are complex. Too many of the educated of the world today have chosen the latter view and purport that view in our K-12 and college lives of our children or are simply too afraid in the sea of false teachings to stand up and often alone. It is small wonder that families that teach creationism are losing their children by the onslaught of the lies they are told by those who are simply puppets to the puppeteer that few of us are willing to expose. Once God is removed from the picture and the other explanation for life and our presence on this earth, there is no longer a clear right and wrong. There's no longer a clear path of civility. This war against God is the result of humanity's hostility to godly virtues because the natural man is an enemy to God. It is our responsibility to overcome the natural man or woman that is in each of us. When the storms in life come, you can be steady because you're standing on the rock of your faith in Jesus Christ without a clear understanding of the divine. When the storms come to those who have chosen the other path of origin and an agnostic atheist view of life itself, the tendency is to believe that government is the supreme power and there to take care of them. Those who strive to live godly virtues recognize that the spiritual nature at work are regularly working to develop the godly virtues that show allegiance to none other than God. At the 7th Congress of Leaders of World and Traditional Religions in Nur Sultan, Kazakhstan, an apostle of Jesus Christ declares, 
quote, all civilizations have portions of sacred wisdom. Here we echo the words of the great Kazakh poet, Abi Kwanabali. Abi Kwanabali. And what a wonderful world the creator has given us. He magnanimously and generously gave us his light. Where do we plant our feet? The place to begin is to remember that we are each a beloved child of God whose servants have foreseen the times in which we live. The Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy, quote, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Bible New Testament, 2 Timothy chapter 3. We live in these perilous times of confusion and deceit, a time when many turn to mankind for the answer, where did I come from and what happens to me when I die? Mankind is not the source of the truth from which these answers come. It will require seeking from the highest source of intelligence, God. Quote, anyone with eyes to see the signs of the times and ears to hear the words of prophets knows that is true. The perils of the greatest danger come to us from the forces of wickedness. Those forces are increasing, and so it will become more difficult, not easier, to honor the covenants we must make and live to keep the gospel of Jesus Christ. Henry V. Irene. Religion is a good thing, not an encumbrance. Quote, religion fills people with identity, opportunity, and aspiration. But these personal blessings come when we look beyond ourselves. This other-mindedness instills social responsibility in our life, based not on self-interest, but as a promise to God. Fellow believers are often in the best position to care for an ailing person, repair a neighbor's house, or fill in countless gaps that we ourselves cannot fill, unquote, Ulysses Soros. Today is a good day to reaffirm in our minds the source of our existence. It is a good day to be counted firmly on the Savior's team, having built upon the rock of Jesus Christ and his teachings. Won't you join me? Until next time, God be with you.